Hey, so you may have noticed this isn't an episode of Dystropia. What we're doing is we all decided after that very long and kind of taxing session for New Pittsburgh that we we're going to take a little bit of a break before getting back to the main campaign. So um, we are going to be giving you several one shots. This first one's going to be bird crimes, and we've got another one planned coming up for you real soon. So we're going to be getting back to Dystropia, don't worry, but we are going to be taking a little sidestep into these one shots for a little bit just to help ourselves retain those creative juices and help things flow the way we'd like them. So thank you for your understanding and we hope you enjoy these one shots that we've done. We really had a lot of fun doing it and it was a blast. So we'll see you later with the main campaign, but for now, enjoy these one shots. We meet Anton, who is currently on board a flight from JFK to Heathrow. In a single whirlwind trip, he and someone he barely knows are smuggling seven parrots. Problem is, all of these parrots are wanted criminals. They have to do this because they owe a strange man a terrifying amount of money. They need to pay off the debts that they've accrued. We find Anton slyly going around the plane, making sure all of the parrots are in the right locations. There's Rosie, bright red parrot, scarred, wanted for arson. Uno, the handsome yellow one, who's wanted for vandalism. Percy, the green and massive one, who's well known for impersonating public officials. Richard, gray, tall, key witness in an ongoing trial against the son of the very strange man, Macaroni. One-eyed, pink, and wanted for Grand Theft Auto. Winnie, who's <laughs> ill and expensive, and is really good at forgery. And Heather, blue, violent, wanted for mail fraud. You've snuck them all into the appropriate places that you remember. Cockpits, overhead compartments in first class, coach, bathroom, cargo bay. They're all there. And Anton starts heading back to his seat next to Cade, the partner he's been working with on this flight. All right, Cade. Birds are still in their places. That's that's good. We I I'm really just waiting for the stewardess to come along. I could really use a ginger ale right now. This is this is gonna be a, a fun one. Don't you say, hey? Oh jeez. Is this your first job? Oh no, uh, no 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 no. I've 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 done many other kinds of jobs in the past. This is just one in a lineup. I just I really like ginger ale. Maybe you're more of like a Coke or a Pepsi or a Fanta or like a Sprite guy. Um, I don't get why you'd want any of those when ginger ale's on the table. But if that's your if that's your fancy, you're more than welcome to have it. Now there was this one time. I'm just gonna ramble and prattle listen, on. <laughs> li- listen, listen, old man. Do you hear my voice? Yes, yes, I do hear your voice. Do you hear my stereotypical Russian accent? Yes, it's minorly offensive. <laughs> I only I only drink one thing. Vodka. And I slyly <laughs> show him the uh the plastic flask of vodka that I smuggled into this plane that's that's hidden in my thick leather belt. Anton, I like lean in a little closer. You do know that's illegal to sneak alcohol past TSA, right? You're a smuggler! <laughs> <laughs> I I I just give him a flat look for about five seconds, and then <laughs> I like this funny man. And uh, as as you chuckle and finish saying that to yourself, you hear the intercom, and the captain starts speaking.
I the, the rapidly little, buckle the little my seatbelt. Your seatbelt sign turns on. Goes. I rapidly buckle my seatbelt and grip onto the uh, armrests. Scared of a little turbulence, my friend? Shut up, old man. <laughs> now that's not in my blood. It's not my nature. Now you have to. You have to tell me. This is quite interesting for someone like you. You seem to be very, very dour and confident. And this is. But you're scared of a little, a little bumpy, bumpy air. The uh, plane starts shaking a little bit. As I the, don't uh, clouds have to outside tell you look anything. Like you're flying right into some darker clouds. I don't have to tell you anything. Few more hours and we are done. We do not have to be friends. Well, why not? If we're going to be stuck here together, might as well have some fun with it. We're going to be sitting on this plane for uh, who knows how long, a couple hours to get from here to there. Like, oh, come on, we can have some good times. I got a deck of cards. You like cards? Every time I make friends, I end up owing more money. I do not know how it happens, but it always happens. Um, there's a big bump in the airplane as the turbulence picks up a little bit, and some of the cards start scattering a little bit. Looking around, you see uh, a couple of the passengers are looking a little concerned as the clouds outside look very dark. Oh, oh, geez, no, I'm I'm such a klutz sometimes. This is this is honestly a mistake. Mine just comes, you know, you get a little bit older, you know, like your fingers just you don't have that kind of grip strength like you used to. Anyways, I'm like leaning, like sliding through the seatbelt, trying to like reach one of the cards with the toe of my shoe. The lights flicker for just a moment. They flicker again, and suddenly. Is this a f- what? Is this, is this a flicker within the plane or a flicker outside the plane like lightning? No, this is a flicker in the plane. Uh, but the flickering of the plane happens very quickly and continues for just a moment as the turbulence gets really intense for a moment. Suddenly, the lights go out and the shaking just rocks the plane and you hear the crashing of all of the luggage everywhere. You hear noises everywhere. Oh, no. You hear people yelling and getting really confused. You hear maybe a metal cage crash? What was that? You hear a lot of noises while the lights are all out as people yell and get confused and everything just sounds like it's being strewn about everywhere. And it stays like that for a bit until the turbulence dies down a bit and the lights this still out suddenly problem. flick back on. And the captain says, uh, Sorry about that, folks. We had a slight little bit of turbulence, but uh, everything's all right fine, I believe now. So, uh, you know, we're uh, still making our way to Heathrow. We've got two hours left in this flight. Uh, so we'll be, now that the turbulence is over, we'll be turning the, we'll be turning the fasten your seatbelt sign off and uh, you are free to move around the cabin again to make sure that all you have two hours. Captain. Good luck. Captain is not. No, sorry. Captain is wrong. This is not all right. Not fine. We need to find birds. I, I unbuckle my seatbelt and stand up. You check back of plane. I check front of plane. Oh, we're splitting the party. Okay, Anton. Anton, maybe. And I like. I like stand up with him. Like size up my belt, trying to like pretend I need to use the bathroom. Whenever I like get close, I'm like, maybe if we don't talk so loud about our friends. In public, this will go smoother. As Yeah, as you say that, you actually look uh, like on the row across, and you do notice a really big guy with like a clipboard and like a pen, and he's like kind of looking at you, and he's writing something down. He's wearing glasses and a bowler hat. Ooh, I see the guy, and I, I just like, ha, 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 I talk about metaphorical bird, not real bird. Ha, ha, he, uh, he there are nod- no bird. He uh, kind of nods at you and continues writing in his little book as he... Uh, fumbles for his phone. Like, okay, um, well, I I head off to the bathroom. Um, I pretend I need to use it, but I also need to check on my friend in there. I need to make sure he hasn't taken the batteries out of the smoke alarm in there, because, you know, the one in there seems to be uh, keen on vandalism. 
if I'm supposed to Before... know the uh, thing you gave me. Oh, I do have a question. Yeah, you do. That... We know this information, or do we just think they're normal birds? Oh no, you you know the you know the information in the two screenshots that okay. I posted at the okay, bottom there. Cool. Which for the viewers okay. that would be who the birds are and where they are stowed currently. Okay. Um, before I follow after Cade, the man fumbling for his phone. He found his. I phone. just, I just stand in the uh, aisle and I look down at his phone. Very conspicuously, very obviously, trying to look at what he's doing with his phone. Um, he seems to be pulling up the camera app. Are you going to do anything quickly? I grab his phone. <laughs> okay. You are going to make a first roll. Yay. Um, let's make a precise roll. Please roll 1d20. Okay. I rolled a 7, which is under 15. All right, you grab the phone. This is my phone, precise level. Uh, and this, this big man, who's almost as big as you, looks up at the phone and he yells, hey! He, he stands up and uh, faces directly towards you. Give me back my I, phone! I was trying to open up the... I was gonna talk with you. This man, this man tried to use phone. Airplane fall from sky if men use phone. It's in airplane mode. I was just trying to get the video open so I could finish making my documentary. This man tried to kill us all. I snapped the phone in half. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Ah. They, um, all right. <laughs> um, the, uh, the air marshal, uh, sees the commotion and starts walking towards both of you. Wait, wait, both? As he, as he uh, brush, brushes past Cade and starts uh, walking towards, uh, Anton and this, uh, large man. See, I'm just gonna mutter to myself as he brushes by, like, oh, sorry, excuse me. What are the odds? There's not very many of those guys on planes. Keep making my way towards the bathroom. All right, um, you do reach the bathroom, uh, and the little thing says occupied on it. I, uh, I I glance around really quickly. Um, does it look like anyone's paying attention to me? Um, no one's paying attention to you. There's a kid on his tablet, and uh, you see a carton of ha- you see a like a, a a cart that has a bunch of nachos, trays of nachos on it. But it doesn't. You know, this plane's actually relatively empty. Okay, cool. Um, because it's a it was a it was a red eye flight. And uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I'll just I'm going to take the uh, the hotel key card from the Marriott I was staying at and use that to just like really quickly just pop the latch of the door so I can slide on in. What mm-hmm. if it is occupied? <laughs> no. Can you do that? Probably know. a precise roll. I don't know. I'm not. All I, all I know about air, air, uh, airplane bathrooms is you cannot disable the smoke detectors. That is a violation of federal law or regulations. Mm. Okay, I I'm just, will. I'm I'm operating under the assumption that if we stuck a freaking bird in the bathroom, we were gonna lock the door. <laughs> I, you know, I'm sorry. I don't think the card's gonna cut it. Hey, that's fine. Okay, cool. I'll just I'll just uh, I'll just wait around a little bit. Let me just hang out then. All right. And while you're waiting around, we'll cut quickly back to Anton and the man and the air marshal who has walked up and said, "What's going on here?" The the man Is speaks it? up first. He adjusts his glasses. He says, "I'm an investigative journalist." And I'm trying to make a documentary, and this man I was just about to interview has broken my phone. This man tried to make phone call. Airplane fall from sky, kill us all. The uh, the, the air marshal sighs. He goes, "That's that's just a myth. Phones don't actually mess with airplanes." I in I in plane crash when I young. I do not want to be in second plane crash. Okay, well, I mean, you've already survived one, and so. Clearly, that's not an issue for you. Listen, listen, I don't care. Stop the fighting. I'm like three days from retirement. I'm done with this. Um, sir, pay him for his phone. I pull out. This is one of the, 
one of the items that I established beforehand that I have, I pull out my empty wallet and show that it is empty. <laughs> and I say, I say, if airline propagate, propagate fake lie about cell phones killing us all, airline will pay for his cell phone. The, and the, the, the large man, he, he kind of holds up his hand. And he's like, okay, what if, what if we strike a deal? If I can interview you and work with you, for this documentary, he he pulls out. He's got. Um, he, he goes. Hang on. He uh, reaches into his bag, and he pulls out like a backup. Like, what would it be? Like a, a voice recorder kind of thing. How mm-hmm. would you frame that? This is the handheld recorder. Yeah, like the handheld handheld recorder that he's got. He 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 pulls that out. And he goes. If if you let me make this documentary and work with you a bit, we can forget about the phone, and you won't get arrested by the air marshal. The air marshal just like shakes his head. He's like, I, whatever. They, air they marshal no arrest me. Air, mas- air marshal arrest you for making plane crash. Sir, sir, I'm, 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 I may have to like, I don't know. What can I do? Can I detain you? Yeah, I can detain you. I don't care. I'm almost retired. Uh, sir, you'll have to be detained if you uh, help this guy, I guess. I'm just like rocking back I and know- forth next to the bathroom, hands clasped in front of me, pretending I have to pee. I no make trouble. But I know do documentary. And I sit back down in my seat. The guy goes, okay, well, I'm just going to make my documentary anyway. The air marshal just sighs and he goes uh, back to where he was standing before near the bathroom. And uh, the guy the guy opens up the camcorder and he goes, my name is Brett Bretson and I'm making this documentary. And he looks over dramatically at you on animal smuggling. All right, we'll cut back over to Cade. No one has come out of the bathroom and now there's an air marshal. Uh relatively nearby yeah, i'm gonna i'll i'm like oh I'm, I'm so sorry were you here were you here in front of me before you had to go go d- deal with whatever it was shakes his head he goes nope uh, okay did you see anyone go in here um no i think it's been no i haven't seen anyone go in or out like the whole flight it was weird I think someone would have to go to the bathroom yeah. but no not my problem yeah uh could i like flag down like a, a flight attendant um yeah one of uh flight attendant walks over yeah and she gonna... goes yeah like, you need. I'm I'm so sorry to bother you, and I know I know it's really early in the flight, and I really should have made sure to you know use the lavatory before I got on the plane. But like, I just have to go. I've knocked on here a couple of times. This gentleman says he hasn't noticed anyone here. Is is there a reason why this this bathroom is 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 locked? Uh oh oh, that's weird. It if no one's in there, it shouldn't be locked. Yeah. Do you have like a like maybe like a like a key or whatever in case you know like to get to get in there that like we could. We could use. She uh, f- she uh, fumbles around with a. Uh, she she pulls out a couple of keys from her pocket and she uh, she she knocks. She goes, "Is anyone in there?" You, you hear a muffled scrawl. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, are you okay? There's a uh, no response, and uh, she unlocks the door. She goes, is, she peers in. Okay, uh, no one's in here. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. And I like rush in there, like already dealing with the belt. Shut the door behind me and lock it. And- Look up to wherever on earth we hit Uno and just glare at him. Yeah, um, you have uh, stuffed him like in uh, a compartment that's just up there, and uh, he's he's sitting in his uh, cage. It's like obviously visible. Yeah, he's he's uh, looking at you. He goes, <gasps> "How bad are we at our jobs? Good heavens! You locked. You said you locked the door. Touche. <laughs> yeah, I thought you planned this from the start." I also wasn't planning on the air marshal needing to pee at the same time as me. He didn't need to. Yeah. Touche. Gosh, I, I, uh, I like, I like whisper to the bird. I'm like, are you okay with everything? Okay. We're going to find a better place for you. Um, 
Hmm. While you think about that, we can cut back to uh, uh, Anton. Yes. And uh, the guy who's now got his camcorder and he's, or yeah, his handheld camcorder and it's pointed directly on Anton. He goes, so I overheard this guy and his friend talking about animal smuggling. And as a journalist making this documentary, it is my duty to get to the bottom of it and to uncover the wild and mysterious world of animal smuggling. Sir, what are you smuggling? Because I heard you talk about it with your friend. I look him in the eye and I say, I am smuggling two, and then I flip him the bird with both hands. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, big man starts walking down the aisle towards the bathroom. My goodness. Get up and walk in the same direction. Okay. Um, He reaches the bathroom uh, just a little bit before you do. And uh, now I'm, I'm going to be nice and assume here that you relocked the bathroom door. Oh, I don't uh, know if... Of course. Um, so he knocks on the door. Uh, occupied, give me a minute. You're... Scrap! Like, you shut up, bird. I'm nice to everyone else, but you're getting a pain, you're being a pain in my butt. You just make one more noise, I'm shoving you behind the toilet paper. And the journalist goes, ah, did you hear that squawk? I, there, maybe there's a bird in there. He, he's like pointing the camcorder towards him. And uh, at that moment, um, Anton arrives. Why are you trying to record man's pooping sounds? Are you weird pervert man? The only thing that's perverted here is the truth about the wild world of animal <laughs> smuggling. I think recording man's pooping sounds is definitely more perverted. Are there- well, you're wrong. <laughs> um, in the bathroom, are there any, like, cabinets or compartments or anything I could move Uno from being out in the open to a more concealed area? Um, no. There's, like, no, no, no like, cupboard or whatever for extra toilet paper under the sink or anything like that? No. Oh, fudge. It's a, it's a pretty plain bathroom. Okay, um, I look at Uno and I whisper to him, like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Because if you make any more noise... We're screwed. And there's like six people apparently who need to use this bathroom. So I'm going to open his cage. I'm going to tuck him in my jacket. Hmm. If you bite me, I will sit on you. Make a precise roll. Okay. I've got a 13, so okay-ish odds. That's a nine. You you gently take Uno, who is not... He's staring at you intently. You t- gently take Uno, and you you put him where? I'm gonna like tuck him inside um, my my coat because um, you know like I'm 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 a, a fashionable older middle aged gentleman. I've got myself my nice travel blazer. Yes. Um. So I'm I'm Should've, gonna. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot. You could have rolled two D for that. Oh, it's all good. I forgot too. So yeah, no, like I'm I'm gonna tuck him in there, and I'm gonna like I'll flush the toilet, and I'm gonna like turn on the sink, splash a little bit of water like on on myself, and then like. You know, like be like wiping like trying to wipe it off as I leave and like just like as I open the door and just like it's like I'm so sorry it's embarrassing really as you get older you lose control of yourself a little bit and just like trying to like hurry past everyone just embarrassed that I've I've got myself wet the uh, journalist uh, throws open the door to the bathroom and he starts pointing the camcorder everywhere he's like I swear I heard a bird that was here he, he points it back I, to Anton he's like where's the bird I, I fake a stumble Oh, turbulence. And I try to knock his camcorder and uh, voice recorder into the toilet. <laughs> Make a uh, powerful roll. Okay, that's also 15 for me. And I rolled a 19, so Ooh. I failed that one. You uh... It's weird being sad about high numbers on a d20. Ooh, okay. Interesting. You miss and you fall, and there's a loud thud as you just hit the floor. And, uh, oh my goodness, that's the worst. <laughs> Sorry. Um, 
this uh, loud. Sh I cannot believe it. <laughs> this this is the worst outcome. Oh no! I'll have to. Explain is there a later. mechanic that decides the outcomes? What? Is there a mechanic that decides the outcomes? Yes. Ooh. And as there's this loud thud, you uh kind of hit your head a bit, like on the sink. And it's uh oh no. You also at the at the same time you fall onto the guy and uh, like jam your elbow like onto his soft shoe. <laughs> And both of you, uh, in pain, as these two large men kind of, like, hops up and down, you, like, hit the floor, and you're both yelling. And, uh, from all across the plane... This man tried to kill me. Pervert man attack me. Pervert man attack me. You swear you hear a couple me. of scraws, and, uh, the air marshal <laughs> no. looks really confused and, uh, starts heading down, uh, towards the cargo bay. Oh, no. Which direction is the entrance to the cargo bay i guess does he have to come past us um he is at this point he's like next to you and he is starting to walk to the back of the plane okay so he's gonna pass me before he gets there you have kind of passed everyone else you're kind well, of heading you guys are like kind of in the back third of the plane you guys were sitting like in the middle okay um, okay you okay, are like okay, okay. back in the middle okay uh, uno has uh kind of scuffled a bit inside of your coat uh, uh the, as the, the air marshals and uh, the second turbulence <laughs> as the air marshal uh starts to walk past me i say air marshal this pervert man attack me this pervert man angry man please arrest him um make a charming roll oh gosh yeah i have a six for charming so <laughs> give me low numbers i five <gasps> dang <laughs> The, the, the air marshal looks at you and he looks at the man and he goes and he uh, pulls out handcuffs. He's like, I don't care. I'm three days from retiring. Um, sir, hands behind your back. This, this, this is air what man gets have for recording yes. pooping noises. As I uh, as this is all going on, I, I make it back to this seat and I'm going to I'm going to uh, lean, lean down um and I'm going to see if I can't fit Uno inside of Richard's cage under my seat. Um, you don't sit or do I not next to Richard? Okay. It's 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 so he's he's under a under different someone else's seat. Okay, okay, cool. Cool. In that case, <laughs> in fact, uh where where his uh where he is stowed, he is uh you you know he is underneath the seat of another guy who's sitting there uh with a trench coat. Okay, so he's sitting underneath the seat of three goblins in a trench coat. No, okay. Um, gosh, what what do we do? I'm curious because I'm, I'm just I'm I'm reviewing the list of where we've stowed everyone. We had some per, time. Per, Percy and Richard uh, are both in coach. They're yes, they're in overhead. Not like directly under your seats, but they're. Uh, you can you can see per, Percy as well. Like there's there's a family of six, and uh, you know that um he is stored uh, like above them, kind of. They're kind of they're kind of spread out. But uh, you know that he's stored above, kind of where they are. You can also always take a look around to see what's. Uh, yes, that's that. That is. I do want to. I want to like as I as I go back to my seat. I want to just take a look around. Um, one question though, previous. Um, the suspicious man in glasses and a bowler hat. Is he the same man as the trench coat, or a different person? This is a different person. Different person. The, okay. The the large man in the glasses and bowler hat. He uh he's he's been arrested. Oh okay. Yay. And Anton, you can head back to uh Kate if you want as well. Okay, yeah, cool. If I have the opportunity, I want to go back and check on the cargo bay. But you're splitting cause... up again. <laughs> no, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, no, it's just like as 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 Anton comes over, be like, maybe laying low will be our best policy to make it through this. I think you are not so stupid, old man. After all, I think I will listen to you. 
good book because I've there's definitely a lot of wisdom. I'm going to tell you one time I was flying uh, from Miami all the way back to Toledo. And good heavens, let me tell you about this. I had my wife with me at the time. I guess she's my ex-wife now. It's a much longer story. I'll tell you about it another time. But man, she would not shut up. <laughs> I think old man misunderstood. I will listen to your advice, not not your stories. Do you have a different seat? Because if you're stuck next to me, you're probably going to be listening to my stories. Let me tell you, there was this other time I met a guy, kind of like you, he was in a sports bar. We were watching a Seahawks game. He, uh, neither, it wasn't going very well for either of us. I think we, we should check on other birds. You feel a Uno shuffle in your coat. Stroke him through my coat. I guess I don't know. He doesn't petting a bird. That doesn't calm him down. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. You uh, looking so, looking around a bit. You see uh you know you see the the guy in the trench coat above where Richard is. Um. There's there's a kid by themselves who's just like kind of watching you like really confused and quizzical. The uh, aforementioned family of six above whom is Percy. Um. And you know there's there's nothing else really of interest except for like a large cooler. That's uh, near one of the seats and uh, a bag of plastic forks. What the? The TSA for this flight sucked. <laughs> Not only did we smuggle take a sip seven of my vodka. birds onto this plane. <laughs> Good night. So earlier when you said there was a crash of a cage um, with the turbulence, where did that sound? What direction did that sound come from? Uh, indiscriminate. Okay. So there was a lot of other noise happening. Old man. Earlier, we heard the sound of cage crashing. I think we should check on other birds. Yeah, that, that'd probably be a good but idea. As the GM, I think I you should not... put this bird away first. Yeah. Maybe we can put bird with other birds. I am not good at tell lie. I need you to come with me. Okay, well, we're, here, here's the real question. Where where do we want to Where do we want to put Uno? Do, Uno, do we want to put him down in the cargo bay? Um seems like a lot of stuff for stuff to go wrong but i don't have a better idea than that maybe we put with overhead compartment with vinnie seems like good place to easily get burned. true but we're gonna need we're gonna need some kind of distraction to make sure that no one's paying attention while i take a, a bird out of my freaking ja- well i take a, a yellow bird out of my jacket and shove it in an overhead bin <laughs> no offense to you Uno, you're a very handsome bird the uh, man in the trench coat quickly looks over and uh, kind of lingering on his look, he uh, slowly looks back and continues to like stare out the window. Um, I know that look. That's the I'm eavesdropping on conversations around me. I've done that look. I... Hello, man with trench coat. Yeah, oh, looks over no. and goes, me? Yes. I like your jacket. My friend like your jacket. It is true. Do it's you very like fashionable. My fri- oh, thank you. Do you like my f- my friend jacket? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. That's a good jacket. How good do you like it? Uh, you know, fairly good. Here, uh, take it. T- you know, take it off. Could I take a look at it? He goes, oh, friend, friend. I would, I would love to. Um, I just, I get the reason I bring these jackets because I get really cold in airplanes. You know, they have the AC cranked up all the way, and the air is always moving. And like, I, I, I made sure when I specifically bought this at that outlet mall in uh, Wisconsin that I would get one that was thick enough yet also fashionable that I could, you know, wear around, but it would keep me warm. And so, like. I don't know, like not maybe 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 once we land. Once we land, I'd be I would love to talk with you. We could like swap like cards or whatever where we got them. Cause like I don't wanna I don't wanna rob you of such a beautiful coat and I don't necessarily think that you know like you should rob me of such a beautiful right, coat. It, it, it's fine, it's fine. Okay. Alright, jeez. He looks back, he's like, okay, so Let me s- but I like your jacket. Can I look at tag of your jacket? <laughs> at the at the tag? Yes, I come over 
and I pretend like I'm looking for the tag at like the bottom hem, but I'm actually just inspecting the uh, the cage of which one is that of Richard down there. Um, yeah, make a precise roll. Okay. Seven. So I succeed. All right. Yeah, you uh, kind of. He's he's like awkwardly looking away, but like you're on the floor, like looking uh at the tag at the bottom of his coat. And also looking, and you see Richard, who is uh, staring intently at you. Um, I I give him a look, and I put my finger on my lips. And but he's still in the cage, right? Yeah, he's he's still in the cage. And uh, as you do that, you hear Richard go, "Okay." <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes, yeah, I the say man, okay. The man in the coat. The man in the coat looks down at you. He's like, "What was that?" I like to say okay four times. I do not find. I do not find tag. Of, of jacket. Move over. I want to see what's down in there. I say, mm. no, sorry, and I, I'm, I'm gonna like stand up, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go over. Like, you'll have to like put my hands on on Anton. Like, you have to, you'll have to excuse my friend. You know, he's, I mean, a, he's not from this country, but also like, I'm gonna lean over. It's like you hear, you hear the announcement go. I like lean in. And I'm like, he's not, not all quite right in the head. You know, like that, like. Schizophrenia. Let me thing. see Jicket. Like, and I start trying to take the jacket no, off Anton, the man. Anton, you can't <laughs> take the nice <laughs> man's jacket. I want, jacket. I want is, to see Jicket. And I think this is uh, actually, um, this is uh, difficult. Or it's audacious. Roll a 2d20. Okay. Well, I rolled a 13 for the first roll. Roll the other one. And the other one was a 15. So that matches my score. Is that a success or failure? That is a success, just barely. And, yes. Uh, you, take, you take his coat. I, I just, yeah, I take it off of him. Okay, all right. And I, I'm sorry, I'm so clumsy. And I, like, drop it onto the ground, covering Richard's cage. Um, and I say, here, here, oh, let me, let me, let me see friend's jacket. And I try to take <laughs> Cade's jacket off while keeping the bird concealed you, you and put that onto the floor with Richard's cage. You're gonna what? Anton, do you resist? Or Cade? Uh, Sorry, Cade, do you resist? Oh, oh gosh. Um, mm. Friend Cade, give me jacket. Trust me. I do what I can to assist him so it goes smoothly and, I don't know, literally chuck Uno under my seat or something? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to keep Uno in, in the oh. jacket. I'm doing a little shuffle ah. up to get both birds in the same cage. Okay, cool. Yeah. PCI language. It's great. Yeah, cool. I go along with it. With him trying to help me, does it make the role any easier? Well, you're the one doing the action. I'm just not and being this an obstacle. Is definitely, this is definitely a deceive. So I need wait, wait, I thought... to make a charming roll. Ah, oh, it should have been me. So uh, since I'm using an item that was established that has had, which is his jacket, do I get to roll two? You may roll two. <laughs> Thank goodness. 16 for the first one. Let's hope for the other one. Uh, it's a five! Yes! <laughs> and, um, uh, wh wh why don't you describe it? I grab the jacket in a way that wraps part of it around Uno, and as I pull the rest of it off, and then I bring it down with the other jacket and reach my hand under, open the, the cage, and shove Uno in the cage and close it. And then while I have the two jackets on the ground, I say, Oh, I'm, I am so clumsy. I am so clumsy. Here, which jacket do you want? 
both of them. No. And I... Yeah, I want both jackets. I give him... He, he reaches down to grab both of them. No, so they, they, okay. My, I have to apologize. I, I grab that. his... Can I have my jacket oh, back, sorry. sir? As I said, I get cold. No, I think I'll... I think I'll take them both. Why are you going to take them both, huh? It's not like we're in freaking grade school anymore. I... For the trauma you um, caused me. Trauma? Friend, you don't know the half of trauma. See, I had a cousin down in Florida when they got hit with Sandy. Was it Florida that I get hit by Sandy? I forget. I'm a little bit older. I don't think so. No, it definitely wasn't, now that I think about it. I've had friends as, with hurricanes. Um, as Cade covers for me, I make sure to wrap the uh, the big old trench coat all the way around the cage, and I stand up, uh, holding the cage in my arms, with the trench coat wrapped all the way around it, and I say, you will keep friend's jacket. You will not argue because I am scared, you Russian man. Uh, fine, whatever. Just go away. Now it is too hot for jacket. I must put this in overhead compartment. As you as you walk away, he uh, gets down on the ground and he tries looking under the seat. <laughs> I, and I just I just approach him. I'm like, sir. Like I just get it. I'm like, sir. I'm so sorry for Ren. Like I was trying to explain, he's not quite all right in the head. He. Doesn't exactly make, you know, the best decisions. I pull, like, five bucks out of my water. I'm like, sorry for the troubles that he's caused. Like, here's this for you. Uh, it's all right. I don't make great decisions either. He he looks off wistfully out the window. Why don't you tell me a little bit of stuff? I'm like, is there, like, an open seat next to him? Yeah. Cool. I'm just, I'm just going to, like, sidle into the seat next to him. Like, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, friend? We got a, we got a little while longer in this plane, and my friend just ran off. You know... All my life, I wanted to be a smuggler. <laughs> but alas, I became a business person. Ah, that's almost the same thing. <laughs> I guess that's more sales than anything else. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Can you imagine the life of intrigue and stealth and all of these other things? I just wish it could be mine. Ooh, like lean back in the seat, you know, like spread my legs out a little bit. And it's just like, man, I could... I could never... That... I, I think my heart would give out, honestly. Like, I'm like, my doctor's prescribed me so many various medications for my cholesterol, my other cholesterol, uh, heart heart problems, man. I would I would probably pass out and die if I had to do that kind of work, man. Woo! Yeah. Say no, though. It'd be, it'd be quiet. He's, he's not really paying attention to you anymore. Perfect. I'm just gonna, like, kind of prattle on for another, like, eh, maybe, like, ten minutes, referencing, you know, like, various movies I've seen with smugglers, and, like, eventually getting to, like, but, man, if you were caught, man, I would imagine if you were Harrison Ford in the future, that would have been, oh, that'd be an interesting life to lead, and just kind of prattle on for another ten or fifteen minutes, and then excuse myself to go back to my seat, and for excuse of, like, a book or water or something. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm walking around with the trench coat wrapped around the, um the cage that has Richard and Uno in it. And I walk over to the overhead compartment with Winnie and I open it up to check and see if Winnie's cage is still shut. Okay, well, why don't why don't I, since you're walking into first class, why don't I paint the scene a little bit? Yeah. There's, um as, as you kind of like walk past the curtain that they have separating the uh, animals from the upper class, um, there's a... <laughs> I immediately upon you entering, there's a there's an air steward uh, just looking at you, and it feels like they know instantly that you don't belong here. And um, you you hear you hear a guy uh, on his phone. Uh, he must be using that fancy air cell service. 
there's a there's there's an old lady and she's like drinking some wine and she's looking at you with interest and she's also looking at the the guy on his phone with interest and uh there's also um a bottle of champagne and uh some duty-free perfume on a cart nearby and uh, as you walk in the uh, air steward goes sir sir you're not allowed up here I am not staying up here. I just need to look for overhead compartment. Sir, to put my sir, your overhead jacket. compartment is back where you belong. I am sorry. I do not speak English. <laughs> you, sir, sir. I just, I just keep walking. They, uh, they, the, the air steward uh, runs past the curtain uh, down the plane. Our, and the air steward is, wait, like ran forward or ran back? Ran back, like towards me. So towards the ta- the the tail of the plane. Yeah, you know, towards coach, the bathroom, etc. I'm just I'm just gonna trust that that my compatriot is going to take care of that and keep doing what I'm doing. I don't know if your compatriot knows, but go on. You know that uh, I mean, Winnie Winnie is uh, stored um, uh, just above the guy who's on the phone. I'm just going to hope that my compatriot sees a running stewardess and assumes that I did something stupid. Uh, I mean, from the last that's 20 just, minutes, that's, that's just pretty basic accurate. pattern recognition. I walk over to where Winnie is stored and I open the overhead compartment. And immediately, with a loud scraw and a bunch of feathers uh, spewing out from the compartment, um, out comes Winnie. The uh, pale and expensive oh, no. bird from the cupboard. Oh gosh! Can I catch him? Uh, that depends. You want to let go of the trench coat? Can I catch him with one hand? We can lose a bird. I don't think so. By the way, I'm Mark. I'm I'm because of really bad circumstances. Um, the first uh, number of the gun has been marked off. Oh. Oh, how does the gun work? Um, any time a bird escapes, um, one of the sections of the gun gets filled out. Gotcha. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, so would I, here's the question. I mean, like, we're, obviously, we're activist smugglers, and I'm, I'm kind of on alert. Would I, do I, do I, would I, would I notice reasonably a steward, like a steward just hustling by when there's nothing going on in the back? Yes, because you're not doing anything at the moment, and you didn't follow Anton. Alrighty. You do have a moment to react before the steward runs past you. Um, I'm just, I'm going to yawn and stretch and try and trip the guy. Make a precise roll. In fact, make two. Difficult? I think this is pretty audacious. You're trying to trip the air steward. Uh, 16. Unfortunately, above 13. It is a failure. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, um, hmm. And I need to make another roll here quickly. The bad roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank goodness it wasn't the bad. Wow, but that's also not great. Um, as you stretch out, geez, as you stretch out um, your leg, you kind of are a bit slow. You no, actually, it turns into a yawn for real, um, <laughs> and uh, you kind of forget that you're stretching your leg out as the uh, air as the s- steward runs past you. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that uh, you hear a and uh, Winnie bursts from behind the uh, first glass curtain and uh, starts flying around in coach. I uh, I stand up and go, I stand up and kind of just shout, 
Oh my goodness, someone brought a bird on the plane. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the, the family of six that uh, Winnie has just flown over starts like yelling a bit and they're like putting their hands over their head as Winnie flies around terrorizing them. The, the kid is just kind of watching Winnie and the uh, smuggler, uh, his, his mouth is open in amazement and you just see this gleam in his eyes as it turns into the widest grin you've ever seen. And, uh, I need a ki- Anton. That was weird, I say. There was bird in here. Who do you say that to? Just in general. You said a couple people were watching. Oh, yeah. There's then, from, from first class, there's, uh, the, the lady drinking, the old lady drinking wine and the guy who's on the phone. And, you know, as Winnie escaped, he just kind of put like a hand to one ear and he keeps talking about markets, something. I take the now empty cage out of the compartment put the trench cat trench coat wrapped cage in its place close the compartment and i say i found i found cage i found cage that, that bird came out of and i run into coach as as, as you say that it. the uh, lady drinking wine she's like oh what cage i don't know bird came out there was cage i need help catch bird oh. and i continue moving into coach okay she uh she okay if if that's what you do sure in in coach i want to take like a really quick just like head on a swivel look around to see what the uh stewardess is doing is like doing before i rip off my coat to try and catch this gosh darned bird that's you don't have a coat i don't have a coat oh that's right my freaking friend <laughs> Aaron just yeah. stole it, my uh, coat. anton just stuffed it into a cage uh, okay uh well that kind of destroys that plan um <laughs> uh, oh Dang it. Um, I guess. Okay, cool. Well, then like, het- there, you know, you know where you can find a coat to. Oh, oh, true. True. The guy who's wearing your coat currently, <laughs> Mr. Previously of Fedora. Previous. I, I got mixed up. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron um, has the Anton had swapped. Yeah, them. that's right. So your coat is currently <laughs> on guy wearing your coat. The man who previously was a noir detective and is now um, Indiana Jones's father. Uh the the man who's got a giddy smile as he kind of stands up slowly and just stares at the uh, pale, expensive parrot uh, flying around causing chaos. Oh, and by the way, the, the steward runs past uh, towards the air marshal. Towards the air marshal. Okay, cool. That's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to like cower almost um, and like shriek something about like, I'm, st- ah, not birds, and run towards the back of the plane towards the cargo hold. Okay. You do so. Um, as you pass, you notice the uh, steward talking to the air marshal. Anton. We had a bird that came out of place. I found cage. I catch bird. And I try to catch the bird. Who do you say that I'm to? just announcing this. I'm just announcing this. Just so people know. This ain't my bird. I am narrator of my so own people story. people know I'm totally, I'm totally innocent. I have nothing to do with this bird. True. Um, the people have to know. Um, okay. Um, well, the problem is he's flying above this family of six and kind of terrorizing them a little bit. So you'd kind of have to get in the way of them. Okay. Um, By the way, Percy is, uh, supposedly just right overhead. Oh, okay. I am sorry, loving family. I had family once. As I, like, kind of, like, walk and, like, like, sort, sort of, like, reach over and I'm, like, getting in their way. And then I'm, like... Maybe there is something in this compartment that will help me catch this bird. And I crack open 
this overhead compartment just a tiny bit, just to see in, to see if, uh, what's this bird's name again? This is uh, Percy. Percy. Green to see if massive. Percy's cage is still locked. Um, you can't really see inside of it. Are, are these bird cages conspicuous? Like, I, mean, I have me. this image in my mind of a bird cage. It's just like a, like, like a wire cage. Anybody who saw it would immediately see a bird, but like. That's it's like a, it's like a Tweety Bird cage. <laughs> we are the world's worst. So we just worst have it in the overhead compartment. <laughs> Sorry, what, Aaron? Somehow we got it in here. Somehow we got it in here, but it's just in this compartment like that. I mean, who's who's gonna check overhead luggage? That's true. That's true. I'm just. I, Trench is right. We're the world's simultaneously worst and best smugglers. No, it's um, it's like it's like the uh, open and closed compartments, not like the just shelf no yeah yeah totally yeah oh, no okay. for sure i, for I get sure. that for sure mike so i'm just like dreading the fact that if i open this with no other diversion there's a good chance that somebody will just see the other bird here yeah maybe i'm gonna leave it i'm i'm just gonna focus on catching this one bird i'm gonna leave the one with percy closed you know maybe maybe if you're precise you could check check precisely and quickly okay but it I'm is gonna, dangerous i'm gonna just just super quick open and close and see if percy's in there if the cage is still shut please roll twice here we go and i am i taking the worst of the two rolls um what are your two rolls well the first one was a 16 so, so i'm taking the worst i already lost yeah. second one's a two Ooh. Well, hey, you passed two uh, charm checks that you really shouldn't have passed. So, you know. Yeah. Sad. Oh, goodness. Again, this is the other. Again, it's not the worst uh, terrible outcome that could have happened. Um, but no, what does happen is uh, right as you try to open it, Winnie flies up and kind of like hits you a bit and like kind of just very lightly annoys you. Um, but that's enough for you to accidentally kind of throw your arm up a little bit to open the compartment just a bit. And, uh, out flies Percy. I'm gonna oh, mark in number oh two my goodness. on the gun. There are two birds. This is so confusing to me. The family the family screams even louder as now there's uh, a second bird joins the fray. And, uh, Percy flies on over to the, uh, cooler that has, uh, kind of been there the whole time. And, uh, starts kind of trying to mess with it. Anton. Interesting. Yes. I'm sorry, um, Cade. Okay, so, um, I mean, the thoughts going through my head as I flail my arms in quote-unquote fear as I rush towards the back of the plane, um, yep. is more along the lines of two's an acceptable loss. And only I, and like, as much as I like Anton, he's a, he's a good new friend, um, I, I'm the only one who needs to, uh, make sure that I get off safe, so... Um, I do want to check the cargo bay to make sure that no, uh, no foul has befouled our favored fouls. Okay. Um, as you, uh, you, uh, you know, you pass, you pass a few interesting items that are strewn about. There's, there's like a large, you know, in, in the back of the plane, mm -hmm. not in the cargo hold yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, an enormous metal thermos. There's like a very large stuffed animal. There's a, you see a pen and as you kind of like. It looks weird. You look closer at the pen and you realize it's like one of those weird novelty, like X-rated ones. You kind of pull back. And you're like, eh. um, and there's there's uh, an owner with a dog uh, in one of the seats. 
And uh, there's also a guy just sitting like really close to the back, like right next to the cargo hold. And he's uh, wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses. He's just kind of grinning at you as you uh, approach. I, I like again, like cowering in flying, like like oh my gosh, there's birds up front. What the? Who on earth brought birds on an effing plane? Oh no way, dude! What what do the birds sound like? Says Hawaiian shirt sunglasses guy. I don't know. I mean, right now they sound like ah, terror. Oh, uh, it, do they sound like this? He goes ah. And uh, from within the cargo hold, you hear two more. I mean, I'm going to like it was, flinch. Whoa, the echo in here is crazy, yeah. man. I'm going to flinch. Go, ah, sorry, don't do not do that, please. Not very fond of birds. Uh, I'm just trying to get as far away from these foul creatures as possible. Uh, you mind if I ah, squeeze ah. squeeze behind you? Uh, good, good, sir. I'm going to like just get behind him. He's, he's, he's watching you. He's like, where? Why are you going back there? It's further from the birds. Right, but like, I don't think you're allowed back there, dude. I don't think birds are allowed on the plane. There's a lot of things that are going wrong here, dude. Yeah, but they're just birds, man. Here, just come on. Just chill out. I'll try. Can I remember my meditation? Now, there's there's this one time I went to a yoga class in a mall. And I'm going to, like, in... I'm going to like, try and come down a little bit and lean against the wall next to this guy. And I'm like, you're just kind of curiously flying from New York to London. Yeah. Where you come, Where I guess, what, what brings you across the pond? I'm going to a parrot convention. I'm the guest speaker. Why would you ever want to do that? I love parrots, man. Eh, Touche to each their own. I really like cards and games and chance, specifically games of chance. Oh, nice. Like, uh, like role-playing games you could say i don't know i never really got into them i remember there was this huge craze about this weird game from some i don't know like mages on the seaboard or whatever uh someone said something about the devil with it and i didn't get near it but you know holy man i crossed myself um you know i mean if, oh, actually, oh oh and i like try to look like light bulb moment i'm like wait 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 so you're you're really into 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 birds and, and parrots specifically Oh yeah, I love them. They're great. You'd say you're you're an expert. Sure. Do you do you think you could help catch those two the, the two maniac birds flapping about up front? I would I would I would. Cons- Wait, there's parrots up there. Have I not told you about the birds? Sorry, I wasn't listening. If you did, there are birds. Yeah, he he gets, in he the gets cabin. up and he uh, starts running uh, down the uh, plane. I take a sigh of relief. Wait for him to get like twenty paces away and then try to duck into the cargo hold. <laughs>